Hello. Everybody's here. Everybody's here. <laughs> Does anybody know how to drive a school bus or teach? I know yeah. how to drive a school bus. I used to do it. Sweet. You're hired. <laughs> we need you. We need you everywhere at once right now. It's very scary right. to drive a school bus, I'm just going to say. Is it? Yes, how because can it be? you've got all these kids you're responsible for and you're trying to watch them and they're breasting out in fights in the back while you're trying to watch traffic. Plus, you need a CDL, have, like, right? school patrol? Yeah, they should, but they don't. Wait, don't need a CDL or don't have school patrol? They don't have school patrol, so you're sitting there trying to do everything. Right. And sometimes you just get really yeah. good kids and it's fine, but when you get a nasty one or someone that's standing up all the time... And they don't have seatbelts. No. I don't understand that. How did we get to 2021? How did we get where you can't you can't even look at a skateboard without putting 6,000 pads and helmets on you, but we don't have seatbelts on school buses? There's a reason for that. <laughs> the reason is, if they were belted in the way the seats are, they would smash their head. But if they're not belted in, they'll slide under the seat. If they're belted in, they'll lean forward and bash their head on the seat in front of them. Oh, yeah, those, they are short seats. Yeah, and so I guess they're created so that the kid will slide under, which, I mean, that's not much better, but... <laughs> I mean, that's not funny and all, but... <laughs> I I remember being on a school bus, and I did get hurt one time, but it didn't have anything to do with not seat belted or anything like that. Some rock coming from the outside oh. came inside and just pelted me in the head. Oh my gosh. Through an open crazy. window Ups- or break, upsetting. break the window? It didn't even break the window. It just, our window was open and mm. it just pelted me in the head. A little pebble. It was just a little pebble, but it was so startling. I cried. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it was just a, a freak accident. <laughs> but it's, uh-huh. I don't know. But did you guys grow up with like school patrol students that volunteered to be school patrol to make sure that everything's good when the other kids, other students are going onto the bus and inside the bus? And if they did something bad that you write them up or something? Yeah, no, we didn't have that when I was growing up or when I was driving bus. No, there was. And when I was growing up, there was not even any kids that actually walked because it was such a rural area. So... Mm -hmm. Everybody came in on bus. How about you, Chloe? Did you guys have school patrol? Not that I remember. No, we had hall monitors where you would you'd be in the hall to make sure everybody like, you know, moved appropriately through to class and all that stuff. But nothing on the school bus. No, the school bus was a free for all. The school bus stop was a free for all. The bus was a free for all. The Even at school, when school was over and you were waiting to get on the bus, that was a free for all. I mean, there might have been a teacher out there, but they were, you know, probably smoking. I mean, I yeah, right. They were really <laughs> out there, you know. So, no, there was nothing like that. Don't tell on the teachers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go in the teacher's lounge? Yes. Yeah, but I, I came from a, I was in like a Catholic school, so I'm, I don't think anybody smoked. Right. I, I, I can remember, though. I never, as a student, I never, ever went in there once. But I remember after I graduated and I came back to visit and I went in with uh, 
this teacher, uh, her name is Mimi, and she was actually, she was a really good friend of our family. She was my sister's age, and, and they were contemporaries. And she since she passed away suddenly last year, and it's still very sad uh, to think about. But anyway, I came back to visit, and she brought me in the teacher's lounge. And I was an adult by now. I was probably like, this was a couple years later. I was probably like 22. And I was like, are you sure? I don't really think I should go in there. <laughs> She's like, you're an adult. Come in the teacher's lounge. Like, it was freaking. I still I didn't even know any of the teachers other than her at that point. And I was like, I don't belong here, you know. <laughs> Did you see anything weird though? Like anybody taking a shot of whiskey or? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I'm sure they were. I'm sure they're in their Starbucks cups. Were all filled with, uh, you know. They, they didn't even have Starbucks yeah. when I was growing no. up. <laughs> I think I've been in in it in the teacher's lounge once and I just remember thinking so weird to see these teachers hanging out with each other because I don't think I've ever I ever see them together. Right, like right, you, you know, they're all in their own classrooms or yelling right. at a kid in the hallway, and then to see them like laughing or joking around next to each other on the table is like oh, you guys are friends, uh, right? Uh, so and you know they're laughing and joking at us, right? <laughs> it is so weird when you see, like, I can remember seeing teachers, like, out in the community, out of context, like, with family or friends. And it was the same thing, like, oh, my God, you have a life outside of that room. How did that happen? Right. <laughs> right. It's like when you see your teacher at the grocery store and she's like, wait a minute. What's happening <laughs> right now? You know how to shop. <laughs> <laughs> this is madness. <laughs> madness. And they probably see us and they're like, oh, geez. Not here, too. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> My cover's blown. <laughs> but think about it. A teacher's at the grocery store. They just want to buy a little wine and in right. walks a student. <laughs> it's like, ah, yep, I can't. <laughs> Nowadays, the question is whether you see them at the pot store. <laughs> right? Oh, that would be awful. I would be scared. I would be mortified. <laughs> Guardians, no, I would Sister Anita, no! <laughs> Sister Anita! <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, how did we get on that? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah, okay, right. But yeah. But there is apparently there is a major shortage, not not just like school bus drivers, teachers, everything, cafeteria, custodial, everything related to schools. I do news for these small towns across the country. And the one thing they all have in common is they're all some of them like in the city of Ann Arbor, which is a pretty sizable city. They've had to close school for several days because there's just not enough teachers. Their teachers are, are getting sick and they're not like COVID sick, just like life sick, you know, wet, let alone COVID sick. Um, and life happens and people are calling out and there aren't enough. There are not subs. There's not regular teachers. And so they've either canceled school or they go virtual, which is hard on if you've got one teacher who suddenly got to take three virtual classes at once. Come on, you know. And so what they've done is they've actually prescribed a day off Monday. They're just taking everything off to kind of regroup and figure out where the staff is and where it's needed and how they're going to do it. And they're holding job fairs. And it's not just Ann Arbor. It's a whole bunch of towns that I don't have time to name. But they're holding job fairs right now with school going on looking to hire teachers. And I'm just fascinated by this. Is it? And I have a couple of theories. One of my theories is that 
we've heard, I know, particularly in the school age, I'm not talking about college, but in like K through 12, my assumption is, and I haven't been in school in a long time, that a lot of teachers are women. And over the last year and a half, a lot of women have had to leave the workforce in order to take care of their children who are having to stay home because they can't go to school because of virtual school or or whatever. Um, and I'm wondering if that's part of it, if there are just fewer women in the workforce, or is it just sheer burnout after last year? A lot of teachers just didn't come back. Um, is it funding? Are they, they Have they found other jobs that make more money? I have no idea what all of those, those are my theories, but... It's across the country, and now they're they're bringing in the National Guard to drive school buses, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of these towns have brought in the National... The National Guard is working in hospitals, and they're driving school buses because they can't get people to do these jobs. So my um, son-in-law just had a serious surgery on his neck. They live in Redding, and they had to go to San Francisco because the National Guard is running the hospital. Wow. In Redding. Oh. But in Reading, it's because of the mandate and a lot of people that don't want to get the vaccine have walked off. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the same in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Um, In. I don't know if that's what it is specifically. That may be part of it. I know one of my uh, high schoolers teachers a few weeks ago, maybe just quit and it was for new careers what she at least told the students mm-hmm. uh, i know like several months ago another teacher decided to just retire and she's only like i don't know maybe in her mid-30s so mm. wow you know <laughs> it's like and i don't know if that's truly retiring i know she's working another side job that she has yeah mm. and and I mean, I know we've talked a lot about, well, not we, but the world has talked a lot about how underpaid teachers are. I'm curious if this same, because I don't know the answer to this, if this same problem is happening in private schools. Are they also having a hard time keeping staff? Um, I wonder if if they are. I'm going to look into that just out of my own curiosity. Um, And I shouldn't even assume that private schools pay better than public schools. I just assume that they do. Um, But wow, I mean, that's really something for our country that we can't we don't pay enough or we don't support enough or we don't do enough to keep to keep the good educators to keep any educators let alone the best educators and and keep them from burning out and keep them from wanting to quit and go find something else i mean that's massive for our country that that's we gotta fix that if we're gonna if we're gonna keep up with the rest of the world that is you've got to start there and i just don't understand why that's not like front page news right now but i guess there's just so much else going on competing for it i'm not sure if this has anything to do with why teachers would either be quitting or retiring early i do know what i've heard okay like when i was in st louis i was told that some of the schools there are going back to hybrid learning mm-hmm. because of the spread Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that was a time when I thought we were getting everybody in the United States seemed to be having it under control, like the surges were going down, I thought. Someone told me that China is coming back to being in a surge state again and pretty badly. So I'm not sure if my facts are correct. Maybe I need to snopes it. I wonder if people are deciding it because of that. I don't know. Or because of the whole retired kind of thing. Or yeah, I know I can like 
probably have a job at home remotely or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's a fear or what. Right. I I think, you know, some areas are, are, it goes up and down. Um, the, the numbers definitely over the last several months have shifted younger, um, more one of the towns I do news for um, they were debating whether to so it's in Massachusetts and the state has a mask mandate for K through 12 schools right and they just extended it to December or to January but they said if your uh, vaccination rate of students and staff combined is 80 percent or higher you can petition to to drop the masks. And so a couple of these towns have done so because Massachusetts has a really high vaccination rate. This one is like 95% for the school. But what they were saying was <clears throat> they're only doing it for the high school. They're only doing it for a trial period for the first three weeks of November to see, to watch the numbers. And they said the problem there is because right now you can't vaccinate five to um, five-year-olds, right? Five to 18-year-olds, uh, excuse me, five to 12-year-olds. And, um, because high school kids, most of them have little elementary school kids as siblings. You know, you can't unmask one kid and mask another kid. And the the doctor was saying, I the health director for the town was saying, look, I know we think of this as an old people's disease, but the numbers are going up in kids, right? And there, it may not be the same severity, but we're still looking at the long-term effects. And this is all abundance of caution. This is not woe and doom and everybody's dying and all that kind of stuff. This is we're a year and a half into this thing, almost two years, and we're starting to see the long-term effects, right? And so why why risk that? right? Why not wait and see? And this is just about masks. This isn't even about whether or not you force kids to get vaccinated. You know, that is still, that still is going to be, you know, whatever up to the parents or in this particular area. This is just about whether or not you wear masks. Mm. Um, so I, I, these numbers are definitely skewing younger. I mean, they're definitely seeing stuff in in kids. And so I don't know if that's what, what you're hearing, Anna, if, if it's not so much that there are more uh, cases is that they're, they're being more cautious about it in other countries. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm not sure. And, and now they're now they're getting ready to to possibly say okay to the vaccine for the little kids, and it's like a little kid sized dose. Um, yeah. But I guess the thing I've been puzzling over, and I don't know why it took me a year and a half to get, to get to this realization. But <laughs> with all the vaccine, I mean, we already take you know the MMR and the you know, Tdap and like, we always get like a million vaccines. Why, why is everybody balking at this one? You know, like if you, hepatitis, I mean, I, rabies, I can think of a million things that you, <laughs> right. that you go get a shot for. And I'm like, what happened to the world that we suddenly don't want medicine anymore? I think it's because people say they don't believe that it's been approved. It's not actually a vaccine. I have friends on both sides and I get a lot of emails. Some people think that there's things in it that will set off alarms at airports or track you or, you know, so they still think about the tracking thing. People believe what they want to believe, you know, and if they have a fear and they've been told that. Or then when, even if they didn't have that, when the mandate went down, some people think, well, I'm not going to be told what to do. I was going to get the vaccine, but now I'm not because you're not going to tell me I have to. So it's, there's, I feel like there's a lot of different reasons people aren't getting the vaccine. Yeah. Huh. It, right. it, 
it's, you know, people believe things and, you know, we believe what right. we believe and they believe what they believe. So, and, you know, so back back when we had polio and, and smallpox and the things that we've eradicated through medicine, we didn't have 5G. So people weren't concerned about it. We didn't we didn't have conspiracy theorists and there, were, there wasn't the technology to to track you is that what you're saying that we didn't we didn't have we didn't have paranoia 100 years ago they think there's something in the vaccine that will be in your body right um but the, they say that it's different because this isn't really like a this is synthetic it's not like you know the flu they give you the flu you know polio they give you polio and some kids did get polio from the polio vaccine mm-hmm. so um they're they're classifying it in a different class and then there's the people that, you know, aren't don't believe in vaccines at all anyway. And they believe um, they have strong beliefs about that. And one of them was the mercury that they use in the vaccines early on. So, right. you know, and and almost like a party that you're with. It's like what you grow up with is kind of what you know and what you've heard. And so unless you're like reading both sides, you know, if you're researching what you want to hear, you're going to find what you want to hear. Echo chamber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love to create a poll for those who, who have been vaccinated with every single vaccine in the world and to see what exactly, why they don't want to get the vaccine, you know, the, the COVID vaccine and like, you know, give them the choices of, because I think there's a tracker in it, because I think it'll cause infertility. I think, mm-hmm. you know, to see what the percentage of, of each reason is. Mm-hmm. And only among the people who believed in vaccine until the COVID vaccine happened. Exactly. I would have a poll like that. Yeah. That would be really right. interesting to see well, who believes what. Yeah, and there are breakthroughs. I mean, my sister and brother, they got the shot before I did and they, they got COVID. See, that would be another choice. Yeah. yeah. I it mean, wasn't that, it <laughs> wasn't as bad as they thought it might be had they not been vaccinated, you know, because they didn't have to go to the hospital. Um, but, you know, um, they're not regretting that they got the shot. Even yeah. though, because they're like, if we didn't, just think how bad it would have been, you know? Right. You don't want to end up on a respirator. Well, and think about our transformation, but we were talking about it every day. But in the beginning, I think Anna was always for it. Claire and I were like, eh, I don't think so. You know, but then as we heard more and learned more, it wasn't like this big, scary thing. Because I don't like to get flu shots. Why? Because every time I get one, I get the flu. Oh, yeah. Every time. And I'm out for two days. So... When I don't get them, I don't get the flu. So I don't get flu shots. So I was comparing it with that. And that's really not a comparison, as I learned. Yeah. And I was, I, I too was skeptical of it just because it happened so fast. I didn't feel like something should be rushed through so quickly. And that you is know? a big one for a lot of people. In the end, though, I decided that the benefits outweighed the risk. Uh, yes. Benefits outweighed the risks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, what, what I want to see is if you don't want to get the shot, that, you know, that's your decision. You don't go hating on those who do. And if you do want to get the shot, you don't go hating on those that don't. But if you want to feel safe and you don't feel like you'd be safe, just stay away. You know, it's like find ways we can do it without all this hate that's going on and i even saw someone post on facebook really seriously does anybody know anyone who's had covid and i mean so many people new people that actually had covid you know it was almost like see it's not even a real thing 
That's been going around for a while. I know people who don't even believe it's actually real because they don't know anyone. It, it hasn't touched them personally, which is amazing that it hasn't. Thank God. They should be happy. Right. It hasn't. <laughs> I guess the uh, the other thing that, like you said, Lori, I, I get that. And I and I struggle with this, but I, I, I use you as my inspiration to be a better person and and try not to be judgmental about people who, for whatever reason, have decided that the vaccine is not right for them. What I don't like, though, is the whining that you hear about things like travel and concerts and events where they are requiring either proof of vaccination or testing. I don't want to hear that, right? Mm-hmm. Because you do have an option now, right? Whether or not you believe in vaccines, it is an option and it's a viable option and you do have that option. And if you choose not to exercise that option, um, you still have to comply with all the other rules if you want to go to an NFL football game or mm-hmm. or Coachella or whatever it is that you want to go. And I just I don't want to hear people complaining about, oh, they made me take a test and they made me do math. You know, it's a virus. It's a worldwide pandemic virus. Right. It's a thing that happened and we have to deal with it. And if you don't choose to take the solution, you still have to deal with the rules that are in place to to handle it. Yeah. yeah, that's my high horse. <laughs> we we give you that high horse. We give it to Thank you. you. On another topic, Facebook changed its name today. Oh, it did. Yeah, oh, I saw it. It's, it's what you said. Mm-hmm. The Meta. Meta. How come right. I can't see it? <laughs> because Facebook is still going to be Facebook. They changed the name of the company. The overarching company is no longer Facebook. Now it's called Meta. And Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and all that stuff will still be called those things. So I think the thing we talked about last week, how we were all afraid it was going to screw up our businesses because they're all tied into Facebook. Um, that's not going to happen because it's still going to be Facebook. It's just that the the company is called Meta. But the hilarious thing is they unveiled their logo. And you when you get a chance, just read some of the scathing things people are saying about the logo. I feel kind of bad for the designer because the problem with logos is that they tend to be done like a community. You know, like the old joke about how the, the giraffe was designed by committee, right? Like logos and things like that are typically done by committee and there's probably some graphic artist somewhere who is so proud of this thing and I've heard everything from sad puppy dog ears to the exact position your butt looks like before it hits the toilet to a bunch of other kinds of things it's so funny I'm like oh they went through all that work and somebody called their their logo a butt anyway welcome welcome to the metaverse I'm I'm still trying to wrap my whole head around why they're going to be called that. Uh, and I think you did explain last week was um, that it's more going to be about a focus of, uh, is it virtual reality or? Uh... I think they're even trying to get away from the term virtual reality because that sort of has a game, uh, you know, video game implication. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. But I think they're talking about an environment where right now, you're, we're still interacting with our apps two-dimensionally, and in the not-too-distant future, we'll be, react, we'll be working with our apps and other things more three-dimensionally. You'll wear the, the Oculus or some other kind of goggles or helmet, and you'll be interacting with the world. Like, you know, we're having this podcast right now. We're, we're just listening to one another. We could choose to see one another on, a, on Zoom or Messenger, too, if we wanted to, but we're not. But, you know, this time next year, if we use Meta, we might all be sitting in a room together virtually. Wow. Right? 
Whoa. And I, that's my assumption is where they're going with it is they're using the name meta because they don't they want to take face. <laughs> they want to take face and book. I think they want to take the word book out of it and, <sighs> and, 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 you know, feel more like it's, oh, my God, I just had the best idea. What if we did our podcast virtually as a hologram and we had ABBA performing at the same time as holograms? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to change wow. the subject, but the new uh, morning show had Foo Fighters on it. Are you watching the I new season? That is my current favorite show that no one watches and talks about. It's so good. Okay. Anna told me about it, and I watched episode. You know, the first season. Well, I watched episode one and thought it was the whole thing, so I was ticked off. I'm like, Anna, what a stupid ending! <laughs> Such a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, there's more than one episode. But then when we you got to the very, the I know. Then when we got to the very last episode that ending was the best ending of anything i've ever seen wasn't it amazing and then season two is is just as good it goes off in a couple of different directions and it's so so good but yeah foo fighters were on i'm like oh my god yeah yeah and jennifer aniston is like oh to the the lead guy like best friends and then i'm thinking they probably are in real life i don't know (laughs) she posted it on on her instagram um, about a week ago, a week or two ago before the episode did. And there is the cutest picture of her. There's like a picture, there's like a behind the scenes shot and then there's an actual shot of them hugging. But then there's this other picture of her with, that was just with Dave Grohl, but with all the Foo Fighters and Jennifer Anderson surrounded by it. And she's got her hands on her face in that like, oh my God pose. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> like when people that we fangirl over, fangirl over somebody else, like I, I always get a kick out of that. Uh-huh. That is cute. So, yeah, she and Reese are a good team. They really are. I just saw, I don't know how I'd never seen it before, but I stumbled upon some, um, one of those video rabbit hole moments of a speech that Reese Witherspoon gave gave when she was given some award. This was several years ago. And how she, just such a really good empowering speech about, um, how does it, you guys have probably seen it, I'm probably the only one who missed it, about how she got tired of seeing the the woman in the, like, they would get to a situation and the woman would go, oh my God, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you know any woman anywhere that has ever said, oh my God, what do we do now? Like, it's always <laughs> the women who know what to do and deal with it. And and so she she made it a point to, this was like after... I don't know. She was already successful, but what she decided to do was go and find books that were written by women and turn them into screenplays. And those books became like Big Little Lies, Gone Girl, which she wasn't even in. She just, she bought the rights to that book. She developed it as a film and she gave it to somebody else to be in and direct and produce and all that stuff. But Gone Girl was massive. Um, And um, that's like what she did. And it's like, I just love that about, I love that she's like most famous for being Elle Woods. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like this, like, producing powerhouse, you know? Yeah, she also has a fabulous book club, and that's where I find most of my new favorite new reads. Reese Witherspoon? Yep. I did not know that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, uh, let me see if I can find the name of it. She's going to beat me to it. I hear her typing faster than me. Reese's (gasps) Book Club. Joy. (laughs) 
Club. Wow. That was hard. Meta. Reese's Meta Book Club. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that my sister has actually ordered, she got a packet with a scarf and lotion and three books. And um, if you join, really? but you can just look at the list and get, you know, pick out books. And, um, you know, I'm an avid reader. So tell me the last like couple books you read that you just loved. Oh, my gosh. See if I can remember the names of them. Um I know I do that too. Yeah, it's like because I read so many, but they're, um, well, of course, a, a J.A. Jantz, which isn't, I don't know if it's on the Witherspoon list. Jacqueline Winspear, Everything Matching. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, I'm trying to find the list of the latest books that I've had. How do you, you borrow them on Kindle and then give them back? You do like a Kindle library? I have an app mm-hmm. called um, Libby. Uh-huh. And they just changed it is why I can't find anything. And I check everything out on that. Cool. How much time do they give you? Two weeks. Nice. Yeah. So um, there's one called False Witness, Karen Slaughter, Nighthawks. Well, that's Ellie Griffith series. Victim F. Have you heard of that? That's a real, a true story. Huh. It's Better oh. This Way with Debbie Maycomber. Have you heard of her? Yeah. She's um Cedar Cove. Yeah. And Hallmark. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, the Peacock Emporium, Jojo Moyes. I love all of her stuff. How do you have time to read so much? I drive 40 minutes to work, so I do audiobooks. Oh. Uh huh. Do you read, you know, look at uh, words yeah. when you're at home and stuff? So, so my, you kind of do both. Yeah, my both sister times. is a reader. She has books. So she gives me books. I start them and then I get them on audiobook and I finish them when I'm driving. And then if I... That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Because you got a long drive anyway. Yeah. 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 Here's another one that was really good. Northern Spy. That was so good. The last thing he told me. Anyway, so many, so many good books. Yeah. Is that audio books the way to go? I I have never done an audio book. It's so easy. I mean, I just get that app Libby and then I put my library card in and I just... Order a book, and sometimes it's on hold, sometimes it's not. And I, if if I can't get it on video or on audio, I just order it as a book. It's harder to read on my phone, you know, because it's small. But yeah. you know what I don't understand when something like the library, when they're like, okay, you could borrow this ebook, but you're like 10, uh, 10 books away. But wh- why is it? Why is there even a wait? Isn't aren't because they only have a digitally? license. Yeah, because it's because it's oh, still owned. License. They only have a license for like maybe 10. And so they right. can only let 10 oh. people have them at once. Yeah. I wondered that oh, okay. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, seriously? <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's, it's an ebook. <laughs> but now I get it. I get it now. Thank you for explaining that. <laughs> like, how do you run out? How do you run out? <laughs> It's, I mean, it's the same concept as why you, you know, like if everybody has Microsoft Word at, at the office, you can only have a certain number of them, right? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. License. Yeah. We only, you know, I love, I love audiobooks, love them, but I only do them like on long distance drives because I don't commute anywhere anymore. I, I literally commute four feet right now. Um, and, uh, and Sharon and I haven't taken any, any road trips in a while, but it is, it is such a fun way to, 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 I love, especially when you get a really good reader. It's so good. Oh, when you you get a good reader. Oh, especially with like an accent, a British accent. Yeah. I don't care if it's woman or man. It just makes me so happy. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> have you ever listened to the Harry Potter books? I haven't. J- uh, Jim Dale does them, and it's just it's un- unbelievable, unbelievable series of, of of books. I mean, this is years ago that he did them, obviously, but um, those were a lot of fun. I bet that's cool. Yeah, I have a couple of X Files books read by Julian Anderson. Those are fun. Oh, I bet she's awesome, Ooh. especially yeah. after watching her perform as Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. You know she could do any character. She she could do that. Yeah. Yeah. That helmet that helmet hair they made her wear. Yeah. It was weird hearing her read the X-Files story, though, because you would just assume that she was, like, you think of her as the Scully parts, but she did all the all the parts, right? You know what I mean? Oh, novel, she even so. did Mulder? I yeah, mean, uh, but, yeah, but they don't, it's not so much acting as just reading the book, right? But um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, true. yeah, she did. It was fun. It was fun to hear. That's In cool. a way, it is acting because, I mean, when have you ever got a bad reader? Yo, and you can't listen to the yeah. book, and you're like, dang, I know I would have liked this book, but no yeah. way. Ah, yeah. so the I, reader makes an entire difference, huh? It, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And sometimes they're famous people, and sometimes they're not. And the famous people aren't necessarily great at it either. Um, what was one? There was one that I read. Oh, it was um, it made it into a movie, but it was this book called Ready Player One. We were on a trip and Will Wheaton was the reader and he was fantastic. Mm. Really good. Oh, and then Sharon's cousin, Carl, he is a, um, Carl Molantis is an author. He wrote a book called Matterhorn about the, it's a sweeping novel about the Vietnam War. It's fantastic. And then um, he also wrote another book called Deep River, which is about um, his uh, ancestors who, you know, came to the U.S. In specifically to um, the Oregon and Washington coast, like around Nacelle and Astoria and all of that kind of stuff. And and the reader for his books is Bronson Pinchot. And at first glance, I was like, oh, my God, Balky, you're kidding. <gasps> he is unbelievable he is so good and and there are so many uh carl's books deep river particularly is very female centric i mean it's got a million different characters but the main really the meatiest characters are the women and bronson pinchot is so good at that i mean he's just blew my mind um so yeah the reader makes all the difference it does and and there's some that just um, I'm trying to find my favorite woman book reader, and I can't find her. But every time she does a lot of the James Patton books, and it, oh, and also the um, she used to do the A A is four, B is four, and then they changed it out at some point. But yeah, when you get one you really like, it's like every time you recognize them reading a book, you're like, oh, my friend, <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> my reading friend, yeah. <laughs> oh, I- I wonder who that is. You know, I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Uh, I can't even remember who's Sue Grafton, right? Yes. Yes. How come I recognize that name? Sue Grafton. A is for for yeah. Alibi. Judy K. Yes. And then also um, the uh, uh, she's a detective. She lives in Maromatsue. Number one ladies detective agency. Oh, yeah. That reader is phenomenal. I mean, I think I will tell anyone, don't read that book. Listen to it. <laughs> agency. I'm giving a shout out to all the voice actors today. A number one ladies detective agency, audio book, narrator. Oh, Joa Ando. Yeah, that one. She's amazing. Oh, she's on Bridgerton. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Check that out. Hmm. Right on. Oh, wait, hang on. No, this one says Lisette LeCat. Oh. Might be more than one. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Lisette LeCat. 
do they ever have like more than one reader uh, on on these books? Like if there's a series or something, they try to keep it the same because if they change... It's very traumatic. I'm not going to lie. I can't. I can't do this. It's the wrong person. It's like when they try to change out a person. Remember, I Dream a Genie when they changed out her husband? No, Bewitched. That one. Yeah, Bewitched. Right. (laughs) Changed out the husband, and you're like, wait a minute. You think we're not going to notice this? (laughs) Or Aunt Vivian on Fresh Prince? Right? Oh, yeah. That was. Seriously. So on soap operas, they used to do it all the time back in the day, and they would just make an announcement. The party's (laughs) being played by somebody else. And that was it. That that was like all you got. (laughs) So you can handle that. But when you don't know, it's almost like in radio when all of a sudden you're listening to a morning show and then it's gone and nobody says anything. And you're like, what? What? You know, if you just tell me, I'll be okay. But no, nobody ever tells you. No, I know. They never do. Yeah, the radio is always very mysterious. They just they just yank you off. I did uh, when I left uh, Savannah to move to Seattle. We did we got to say goodbye. We 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 it was a huge deal. We gave like two weeks notice and and to the to the listeners and we had a big party and all that kind of stuff. It was a the only time I've ever heard of where you got to stick around and 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 say goodbye and and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, and unfortunately, the people we handed the show to took all our goodwill and tanked it (laughs) (laughs) oh no but that wasn't my fault um but uh yeah so no you're right that is that is weird but yeah aunt vivian was one and i can't think has there been any others wasn't wasn't like valerie harper replaced on her own show (laughs) (laughs) oh remember three's company when suzanne summers left yes but that was a different character wasn't it it was but still it was yeah yeah yeah. Right. So or back in the Angels. future. Yeah. Back back to the future? Back in the future too. It wasn't Marty McFly's love interest. I mean, it was the same character, but not the same actor. It was oh. uh, uh, Elizabeth Shue, but right. before that the original girlfriend was, um, was somebody else. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't traumatic name? though, but oh. it was kind of like, huh? What? That's funny. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. So Claire, it's uh, two forty nine. Do you need to go? Yeah. Yeah. I sure do. Okay. Yeah, but I'm having too much fun. I, I know. Well, here's where we go. Thank you all for joining us on this Halloween Ooh. 2021 episode. <laughs> what were you for Halloween party, Anna? I was the same thing I was two years ago because I didn't know that we were having a uh, costume party until the day before. And I'm like, where's your costume? Where's your costume? <gasps> it's in my trunk. Let's get it out. So I was again, the inflatable waving guy. I love it. The inflatable oh. waving man. Love it. Oh, yeah. What were you, Lori? Um, I was late. <laughs> I had to teach a class. So I didn't, I did get some chili, but I was late. That's how I dressed up. <laughs> the food sure looked good. It was a chili cook-off. It looked fantastic. Shout out to Sigrid, who uh, I think she won the Golden Laden. Yes. Ladle. And hers was a white the chili. Ladle. Hers was the only white yeah. one that I saw. Way to yeah, go, Sig. I, I might have had hers. Mm. Way to go, Sigrid. We love her. Yeah, we do. She's the bomb. She's so, awesome. Anyways, new Facebook, old show. <laughs> find us on Meta at <laughs> Listen and Learn or Not. Where can we find you guys on social media? I'm uh, Facebook or Meta, Coach Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E. I am on Twitter at Claire Beverly. I'm on Twitter as well at I'm Anna D. I love it when you spell it out, though. I am (laughs) A-N-N-A-D. 
What's that spell? <laughs> I'm in a D. I'm in a D. Rah, rah, okay. <laughs> Have a great time celebrating Halloween, everyone. Uh, have too. a great time passing out candies, mm-hmm. separating candy, checking candy <laughs> for razor blades. Be safe. This is Listen to Learn or, or Not. not.